Section 17 of The Spirit of Place and Other Essays. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eva Davis. The Spirit of Place and Other Essays by Alice Maynell. Shadows. Another good reason that we ought to leave blank, unvexed, and unencumbered with paper patterns the ceiling and walls of a simple house is that the plain surface may be visited by the unique designs of shadows the opportunity is so fine a thing that it ought oftener to be offered to the light and to yonder handful of long sedges and rushes in a vase their slender grey design of shadows upon the white walls is better than a tedious trivial or anxious device from the shop the shadow has all the intricacies of perspective simply translated into line and intersecting curve and pictorially presented to the eyes not to the mind the shadow knows nothing except its flat designs it is single it draws a decoration that was never seen before and will never be seen again and that untouched varies with the journey of the sun shifts the interrelation of a score of delicate lines at the mere passing of time though all the room be motionless why will design insist upon its importunate immortality wiser is the drama and wiser the dance that do not pause upon an attitude but these walk with passion or pleasure while the shadow walks with the earth it alters as the hours wheel moreover while the habit of your sunward thoughts is still flowing southward after the winter and the spring it surprises you in the sudden gleam of a northwestering sun it decks a new wall it is shed by a late sunset through a window unvisited for a year past it betrays the flitting of the sun into unwanted skies a sun that takes the midsummer world in the rear and shows his head at a sally-port and is about to alight on an unused horizon so does the grey drawing with which you have allowed the sun and your pot of rushes to adorn your room play the stealthy game of the year you need not stint yourself of shadows for an occasion it needs but four candles to make a hanging oriental bell play the most buoyant jugglery overhead two lamps make of one palm branch a symmetrical countercharge of shadows and here two palm branches close with one another in shadow their arches flowing together and their paler greys darkening it is hard to believe that there are many to prefer a repeating pattern it must be granted to them that a grey day robs of their decoration the walls that should be sprinkled with shadows let then a plaque or a picture be kept for hanging on shadowless days to dress a room once for all and to give it no more heed is to neglect the units of the days shadows within doors are yet only messages from that world of shadows which is the landscape of sunshine facing a may sun you see little except an infinite number of shadows atoms of shadow be the day bright enough compose the very air through which you see the light the trees show you a shadow for every leaf and the poplars are sprinkled upon the shining sky with little shadows that look translucent 
the liveliness of every shadow is that some light is reflected into it shade and shine have been entangled as though by some wild wind through their million molecules the coolness and the dark of night are interlocked with the unclouded sun turn sunward from the north and shadows come to life and are themselves the life the action and the transparence of their day to eyes tired and retired all day within lowered blinds the light looks still and changeless so many squares of sunshine abide for so many hours and when the sun has circled away they pass and are extinguished him who lies alone there in the outer world touches less by this long sunshine than by the haste and passage of a shadow although there may be no tree to stand between his window and the south and although no noonday wind may blow a branch of roses across the blind shadows and their life will be carried across by a brilliant bird to the sick man a cloud shadow is nothing but an eclipse he cannot see its shape its color its approach or its flight it does but darken his window as it darkens the day and is gone again he does not see it pluck and snatch the sun but the flying bird shows him wings what flash of light could be more bright for him than such a flash of darkness it is the pulse of life where all change had seemed to be charmed if he had seen the bird itself he would have seen less the bird's shadow was a message from the sun there are two separated flights for the fancy to follow the flight of the bird in the air and the flight of its shadow on earth this goes across the window blind across the wood where it is astray for a while in the shades it dips into the valley growing vaguer and larger runs quicker than the wind uphill smaller and darker on the soft and dry grass and rushes to meet its bird when the bird swoops to a branch and clings in the great bird country of the northeastern littoral of england about holy island and the basaltic rocks the shadows of the high birds are the movement and the pulse of the solitude where there are no woods to make a shade the sun suffers the brilliant eclipse of flocks of pearl-white seabirds or of the solitary creature driving on the wind theirs is always a surprise of flight the clouds go one way but the birds go all ways in from the sea or out across the sands inland to high northern fields where the crops are late by a month they fly so high that though they have the shadow of the sun under their wings they have the light of the earth there also the waves and the coast shine up to them and they fly between lights black flocks and white they gather their delicate shadows up swift as dreams at the end of their flight into the clefts platforms and ledges of harbourless rocks dominating the north sea they subside by degrees with lessening and shortening volleys of wings and cries until there comes the general shadow of night wherewith the little shadows close complete the evening is the shadow of another flight all the birds have traced wild and innumerable paths across the mid-may earth their shadows have fled all day faster than her streams and have overtaken all the movement of her wingless creatures but now it is the flight of the very earth that carries her clasped shadow from the sun 
End of section 17. End of The Spirit of Place and Other Essays by Alice Maynell.